0: Welcome to the Queen City Church podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us and we wanted to personally welcome you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our goal is that this message will encourage you and give you practical steps for a relationship with God that keep getting better and better. Enjoy the message. Show of hands. Um, how many of you, thank you so much, David. You played that so beautifully. Right there, didn't he? Come on, can we clap our hands for David? He did, just set that tone. Hey, how many of you just by show of hands? Like, like you love superhero movies? Anybody love superhero movies? Like you just love like those type. Do, do we have like Superman people that are here? Like I'm, I'm a Superman guy. We got Batman guys. Anybody, we got Batman. Anybody like the Marvel people? Iron Man. Okay. Uh, any, any like Thor? Hello, ladies. You know like, <laughs> I don't know. Black Panther. You know. Um, <laughs> Avengers. Um, so, you know, I, 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 like, I, I really enjoy them. Uh, my son actually right now loves superheroes, movies, Legos. And he, I, he, is, he knows everything about them. He knows every character, but he has not seen one movie. I don't know how that's possible, but like he knows every character. I think it's because of Legos. Like he, he just, he has all types of Legos. And so, um, but I think what we love most about these movies is that it's always like this good guys versus bad guys. You know, and there's something I think about that 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 we like. It's this good versus evil, it's the superhero versus the enemy. And here's what's very important and very foundational to everything we're talking about today that we all need to understand, is that the Bible says that we have a very real enemy, a very real enemy. And so a lot of times it maybe he goes by the name that you're familiar with of Satan or the devil or Lucifer, Beelzebub or, you know, the prince of darkness, whatever the case is, but there's a very real enemy. And the Bible actually says, here's his job description, that he has a job description. And it actually is the very first part of the verse that we refer to so often in our vision. And listen to what it says. I even read this earlier. This is the very first part of the verse. It says, the thief, the enemy, that he comes, and here's his job description, only to steal and kill and destroy. But then that's when Jesus says, but I have come that they may have life and lie to the full. And I find it so interesting that it comes right before what we believe is like God's best for your life because I think that his whole job description is to do whatever he can do to steal, kill, and destroy anything in your life so that you don't ever experience that type of life. And he has, and that's what he does, and he does, and he works 24-7, 365, even on leap year days. He even comes at you on that day. He never takes a day off. He never has a holiday, And, and listen, what I know is that when I look at my Bible and I read, he's been very good at his job since page three. He's been really good at it. And just, I think it's very good for us to kind of have our eyes open that there's a very real enemy, and that's what he does, and he comes after. But my question is, and maybe you have the same thing, how? How does he do that? How does he steal? How does he kill? And how does he destroy everything in our lives? Thank you for asking. And so here's how. Listen to what this says in John chapter 8. This is he, the devil, that he was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is it's really important that you get this there is no truth in him and when he lies it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies another translation in of it actually says this when he when he lies he speaks his native language that that get this he is fluent in lies he is fluent in deception and then the passion translation says that he is the master of deception. So, Satan steals, and he kills, and he destroys our lives through lies and deception, period. In fact, come on up here, DR, I've asked DR to help me, and I just, I just want to make sure, everybody welcome DR, everybody welcome DR. He's going to represent lies, okay? <laughs> he's really nice, okay? Like, he's an amazing man, okay? Okay. Um, but I think it's really important for us to all understand that this is how he kills, steals, and destroys. Everything in our lives is through lies and deception, period, that's his only weapon. It's the only bullet in his gun, and get this, it's not even a real bullet or a real gun. And it's just through lies and deception. And get this, Satan is not God's equal on the bad side. And I think sometimes, like, we truly, like, build that up in our minds and where it's that. And listen, he is defeated. He's already lost. And all he has is lies. And I'm fired up today. I really am. I'm fired up. I've been sitting on this message for way too long, okay? And I'm fired up today because I want to expose this dirtbag for who he is, not DR, but the devil. And here's why, because when we, write this down, when we expose the liar, we can defeat his lies. And so I'm passionate about that today, because it's a silent killer. And so let me show you what so often happens. Something negative happens in our life. We experience something that's hard. And a lot of times when we experience something, that brings one of two things, pain or fear. And maybe it's like the, maybe it's, you walk through a tragedy in life. Maybe it's, it's the death of a loved one or unexpected diagnosis, or maybe like really financial problems, like you get in over your head with debt or bankruptcy, or maybe you face some type of rejection. And so maybe there's, like, there's a breakup in your life or a divorce, or you get fired from a job, or you get passed up on the promotion or a failed friendship. Or maybe even some of you, maybe you grew up and there was like an absent mom or dad Or maybe you experience some type of abuse somewhere along the way, or somebody says something very hurtful, or maybe you're disappointed by somebody, maybe like a leader in your life or somebody that was really important to you. But we experience some things where where we experience these hard situations where we have pain or fear, and in those moments, we're desperately looking for why and we're constantly trying to find meaning in those things and we're trying to figure out like, okay, that happened to me and it was really hard and it was really painful and I experienced this fear. So I try to put meaning to that, to that experience and those things and right there in those moments, Satan jumps all over that situation with lies and deception. And he bombards you with lies about three things, about either yourself, other people or God. And that's what he does. He starts bombarding you with lies about yourself. Here's what's wrong with me. Here's all the things that are wrong with me. I'll never blank, you know. Nobody will ever love me and all these, or maybe it's lies on other people. And it's like, I can never trust anybody. I can never go there, man. People are blank, you know, whatever the case is. And we, 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 all these lies are thrown our way about God, that God really doesn't love you. Or maybe that God could never love you because you know all those things that you have done and it's just lie lie after lie after lie after lie after lie but here's the good news that if there's lies then that means there also has to be truth and where's what, come on come on up stacy stacy's going to help me stacy is a is a perfect representation of truth okay <laughs> So, so Stacey, Stacey actually helps bring a lot of leadership to our small groups. So, if you want to know anything about small groups, come ask her, okay? And so, if, if, if there's lies, then that means there also has to be truth. And it's really important for us to be able to understand that, listen to this, in, in John chapter 14, verse 6, where Jesus is talking, and Jesus says this. He says, I am the way, the truth, Jesus says, I am the truth and the life. I love this in John chapter one, in verse 14. Listen to what it says. It says the word, talking about Jesus, that he became flesh, he became a person, and he made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father. And this is talking about Jesus. He's full of grace and, come on, say it, truth. And then in verse 16, it says this, out of his fullness, We have all received grace in place of grace already given, like stacks of grace. We just get all types of grace with Jesus. And then it says in verse 17, for the law was given through Moses, but listen to this, grace and, come on, let me hear you. Truth came through Jesus Christ. Listen, Jesus is the, not a, is the source and the standard of truth that the world is not the source and the standard of truth. The news, can I get an amen, is not the source and the standard. Fox News is not, CNN is not. You know, social media and everything we read on there is not the source and the standard of truth. You know, what culture says is not the source and the standard of truth. And let me, this may step a little bit on your toes a little bit, but I'll do it as gently as I possibly can. You are not the source in the standard of truth. I am not. We don't get to determine truth, that that's reserved for Jesus. See, truth is not a principle. Truth is not a philosophy. Truth is a person and his name is Jesus. So if you want to know truth, let me just encourage you, get to know Jesus. Get to know him. Follow him, but like, like, listen, we want to give you the opportunity, and we will at the very end of this message, to make a decision to say, you know what? I've tried all these other things. These other things have been my source of truth, but I want to get to know Jesus, and I want to start taking steps towards knowing him, and we're going to give you an opportunity to follow Jesus at the very end of this message, because everything starts there. And here's why we believe that true freedom is not the absence of something. It's the presence of someone. That if you want to experience like true, lasting, it's not getting those things out of your life. It's making sure somebody is in your life. That's why we believe true freedom is not the absence of something, it's the presence of someone. And then I love thinking through that from this perspective, John 8, 32, and then you will know the truth. Jesus and the truth will set you free. And not only that, God has also given us the gift of the Bible, and that this is not just any other book, that this book is alive, it's powerful, this book is, it's breathing. There's a pulse to this book. It's alive, this book is truth. And here's what we believe that God's word, it speaks truth to every single area of your life. And for you to defeat lies, you have to know truth. You just have to. And so let me encourage you just very practically, spend time in this every single day. And maybe you've never done that. Maybe you've never spent time. Uh, I try to make it a part of my day every single day to put my fingerprints on my Bible to make sure that even if it's just a little bit that I wanna make sure and there's all different types of resources and if you need help with that, please come talk to somebody, maybe like our info area and we'll try to talk to you about it and give you any resource we have. Uh, We're passionate about it because we believe that, that this is truth. And that, like, we all need to know it. And if you don't have a Bible, we'd love to give you one. We actually have, like, free ones that are available that, that, you, that so much of your giving has already paid for. So if you want a Bible, go get one. We have it at the info area. Uh, we would love to be able to get truth in your hands. And so, and so there are lies and there are truth. And we all experience this reality. Like, this is all part of our life. It doesn't matter where you are in in your specific spiritual walk with God, this is something that we all have to encounter. Like, listen, even if you're not a follower of Jesus, you're not there yet. That's cool. You still experience this, this constant, there's lies, and then there's truth and maybe you've been following Jesus for decades, guess what you still experience? Lies and truth. So every single, no exceptions. And so it's so important for you to get this because when you realize that there's two different options, here's the deal. We choose which one we line up to. And so when we have both of these in our life, we choose, do I line up with lies or do I line up with truth? Now the event that happened to you, you cannot choose that. So with everything that you experience, that was hurtful, that was painful, that did bring fear, a lot of times you cannot choose that, but we do choose which one we line up to. And what happens to us is not the thing that destroys us. And even the lies isn't what destroys us. Listen, it's very close. Get this, get this. It's whatever we choose to line up to is what can, has the possibility to destroy us. And so how do we line up? to truth and lies, because I, I get this, because this is a constant thing in my life, I go through something, there's, there's, I, there's lies that are there, there's truth that are there, but then I make the choice, do I line up towards lies and start walking in that direction, or do I make the choice to line up to truth and line up, and I think we all get that to level in a level, to like a cognitive level, yes, I get that, I understand that, but how do you actually line up to it? Because it's not as easy as this. You don't see signs and you're like, okay, I'm doing that. And then I'm gonna walk towards that one. And then all of a sudden your life is awesome and great. you know? But no, a lot of times it's very subtle. But I wanna give you three specific ways that we line up to either lies or truth altogether. Okay, three specific ways. Here's the first one, is in our thoughts. So we line up to either lies or truth by our thoughts, by what I think. And this is by far the biggest and most important, because I think it affects the other two. Because here's why. Because your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. It's always. Wherever your strongest thoughts are, your, your life is moving there. It's moving towards your strongest thoughts. That's why Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, get this, like, like we put this on the screen, what we think determines how we live. It's really important, what we think. Where do we line up? Do we line up towards lies or do we line up towards truth? Because what we think determines how we live. Have you ever thought about what you think about? Like, think about that, you know? See, scientists have discovered that every single time that you have a thought, it creates a path in your brain scientifically. Every time you have a thought, it creates this path. They actually call it a neuropathway. And they've also discovered that the more you think a thought, three things happen. One, the stronger it gets. So if you keep thinking the same thought, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And two, it's the easier it is to think it again. So once you think it one time, it's easier to think it the second time, and then it's easier to think it the third time. And then third, it's harder to think a different thought than that. And they call it this neuropathway. It's like, you know, like today, it snowed a lot. And probably when you walked outside, it was just perfectly white. And then you started walking, and maybe you went to your car, and you shoveled your car, and you did that, and then it made like a little trail. And then you probably went the exact same trail back into your house, and then you came back out maybe a few minutes later and started your car, but you did the same exact path, and you just kept going on the same path instead of taking all these different ones. You know what I'm saying? Is is it just me? I don't know. I'm new to this whole, like, blizzard thing. Um, (laughs) But I just felt, felt much more comfortable. I felt safer if I just kept walking down that same path. And all of a sudden, I felt like I had better footing. Well, that's exactly what happens in our brain when we think the thoughts that we think. So once we have a thought, it's like the first time that we walk and it creates this little path. And then we end up going back on that path and we keep thinking it over and over again. That path becomes more clear and you know exactly where to go. And you just keep thinking over and over again. And it just, it just, it's like creating this path. And the good news is, is that scientists have discovered that the brain also has the power to change. And they call it neuroplasticity. And it's like scientifically, they say that you have the power to change the way that you think, that you don't have to go down that same path over and over again. I love it when science discovers what God has already said. I love that because Romans 12 in verse two, it says this, it says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Don't go down the same path that everybody else does. Don't copy those, same, those beha- same behaviors and customs, but let God transform you into a new person. How? By changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So if you want to change your life, change your thinking. You have to line up, not towards that anymore, but line up towards truth in the ways that you think. Okay, so that's the first way. Here's the second way, is in emotions and what I feel. So we line up to either lies or truth by our emotions. And once we do that, as we start to walk towards it, we line up with our thoughts, we line it up with our emotions by what we feel. And if your thoughts are about what's in your head, this is what's all about what's in your heart. You know, these are, these are your feelings. This is, this is the, you know, the, the attitudes that you have and all that, and Proverbs Chapter 4, verse 23, it says, guard your heart, guard it, guard it, protect it above everything, for it determines the course of your life. And so we line up towards thoughts, we line up towards emotions, what, what I feel. And then here's the third one, is that we line up also in our actions. And that's what I do. So we always line up towards lies or truth in those three areas. And that's what it means when we line up and start walking towards that. It's it's by what I do. And the the first two are what's happening on the inside, but this one is what happens on the outside. And in Psalm 119 in verse five, it says, oh, that my actions, how I live my life, what I do would constantly reflect your truth, your decrees, that that it would constantly reflect the truth of God. So we line up to either truth or lies with our thoughts, what I think, towards our emotions, what I feel and our actions and what I do. So when I say that we line up towards truth or lies and we start walking that way, that is what it actually, that's what truth and lies looks like on you. And so let me end by giving you like this practical exercise that has helped me so much, okay? This is very teachy, this is very heady, um, this is very like, but here's the deal, I think it will really help you. Okay, so this is like a good practical exercise um, that I wanna give you that, that I do um, from time to time because it, it really helps me make sure that I'm lined up towards truth and going that way in different things. And here, here's the first thing, you can, you can write this down, like write down the number one lie that's affecting my life, start there. And there may be a lot, like there's a lot of lies, but write down just one, just focus on one. Just just start with one and call it what it is, name it. Here's the lie that I'm believing. Here's the lie that constantly I think about. Here's, and here's why it's so important to name it because you can't defeat what you don't define. And so it's so important to put a name to it. Yes, like that's the lie. And I understand that that's really real in my life. And so write down the number one lie that's affecting my life. And then number two, write down my thoughts, my emotions and my actions when I line up to that lie. Literally write it out on a sheet of paper and say, you know, when I line up to that lie, here's what I think. Here are literally the specific things that I think about myself, about others, about God. Or maybe here are the, here, here are the, here are the emotions that I have. Here's what I feel. Or here's my actions whenever I line up to that lie. Basically, what does that lie look like on you? And, and by what I think, what do I feel, and what do I do? And then third is write down God's truth that defeats that lie. And maybe you need help finding that. That's why it's so important to live life with other people. That's why it's so important that in a few weeks when we start groups that you jump into a group because there may be a time where you're like, I know I'm lining up to a lie and I want to line up to truth, but I don't know what it is. Can you help me? So after you play pickup basketball for an hour, you can get some guys that you de- developed a relationship with be like, hey, here's what's going on in my life. Can you help me? And they'd be like, you know what? We've gone through the same exact thing. And here's what's helped us. Here's truth. Hey, can I help you with that this week? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's such a big deal. But write down the truth that defeats that lie. And then, then fourth is this, write down my thoughts, my emotions and actions when I line up to that Truth. So what does that truth look like on me? Like what do I think, what do I feel, what do I do? Like when I line up towards that truth, here's what that truth looks like in my life. And whenever you put those down on a sheet of paper and you literally have it on a sheet of paper, here's the lie, here's here's what that lie looks like on me. And here's the opposite side, here's that truth. And it looks like, here's what that lie, here's what that truth looks like on me. And then you make a decision which one that you actually turn towards and go and then it's like almost like a no-brainer like hey which one do you want to do uh not yet whoever did that okay thank you um you know but it's really important that we realize that that when it's it's literally you see do i want to live that life here's what i think Here's the destructive things that I feel. Here's the things that, that I do that's like self-sabotaging and things that hurt me. And then here's the things that if I line up to that, and then it's like, well, which one do I? Here's the cool thing. You get to choose which one you line up to. You either line up to lies or you line up to truth. Okay, thank you guys so much. Thank you for your help. Um, come on, let's, let's clap our hands. I want, I want to end with this because I sat down and I wanted to show you a very practical example. Um, and what, this is what I love about God um, because I wouldn't have done this last week. But The more I thought about it this week, the more that I, I, I wanted to show you practically how that has impacted my life. And so I started thinking and I asked God, and by the way, this is a very uh, dangerous thing to pray. But I asked God, I said, what's the number one lie that's happened in my life? Like, what's the number one lie that's affected my life? And I felt like this is what he said. And so now you can put it up. The number one lie that I faced in my life, and it's been from the time I was a little kid until literally last weekend, confession, is that no matter what I do, I'm not good enough. I don't know where that first came. I have an amazing, raised by amazing parents that always have encouraged me. I've always said the good mom and dad things that you can do anything and you're awesome and you're great. And, you know, like I made decent grades and so it wasn't because of just a massive amount of failure that I faced early in my life but I I literally remember being a young child and having this thought, no matter what I do I'm just not good enough and it's trailed and it's followed me all the way to this and leading this church and starting a church and there's been times where that lie has started to the enemy has tried to steal, kill and destroy so many things by just lying to me that no matter what I do, I'm not good enough. I believe he's tried to steal things from this church, killed this church before it ever started because of that thought and because of that lie. And so I wrote down, what does that lie look like on me? So here are things that I think, like what do I think when I line up towards that lie? you know, I, I constantly think that I'm not good enough and that I'm just going to fall short. And it even makes me at times think like, why even try? Because if I, if I, and I'm going to fall short, not just in, not just in one area, but every area. It's kind of like if, if, if I fall short in this area, then that means I'm gonna fall short in this area and that I can never be a good enough follower of Jesus, that I can never be a good enough husband or a good enough dad, or why did I do that? Or, you know, like I'm never gonna be a good enough pastor or leader or communicator that I'm never gonna be a good enough friend to people, you know, and I just think I'm gonna fall short. I owner, I, like I overanalyze everything and everybody, I start to pick apart all these different things and all these, and all these situations and people and I, I overanalyze and I tear myself down. I can pick myself apart. I have these thoughts of like, why even try? Like, I just rather give up. And those are things that I think when I know I line up to that lie. But then what do I feel? What are the emotions? When I line up to that lie, you know, like I feel like I'm always losing. And that's awful, you know? sports teams here. You know, It's that's awful sometimes when you feel like you're losing all the time, you know? Sometimes I feel hopeless. It's like, like why am I doing that? Like Why even try? Like, I feel robbed of joy. Like, it's just like joy is just gone. No peace, unsettled, discontent. And then there's times where my actions, when I line up to it, you know, I'm overly critical of myself and others. I become obsessive. And I'm, you know... I feel like I can't make mistakes. So I'm obsessive and I'm hard on other people because of that. I overwork when I know I'm lining up to that lie. Not only do I overwork, I isolate myself because I don't want to disappoint other people. So if I'm not around other people, I won't disappoint them. And so those are actions that I take. I, I feel like I have a hard time having fun when I line up to that. It's hard for me to celebrate things. You know, like 99 things can go awesome, but one thing goes wrong, and I obsess over that one thing. It's like I can't celebrate all these other things, and you know, like there's no enjoyment, and and there's probably parts of me that tries to set myself up in conversation where I'm fishing for compliments, hoping that that will make me feel better. And so, that is what that lie looks like on me. And I think here's what makes this lie for me so hard because there is some truth to it. Because on my own, I'm not good enough. But the truth is, I'm never on my own. That I don't have to do it all by myself. That Jesus' very name, Emmanuel, means God with us. That God is with me. That the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me. That he's given me access to God's word That's that's true. It's alive and it's powerful. And here's the truth. The truth is that by his divine power, not mine, but by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. That is truth. And let me show you what that truth looks like on me. Go back to that slide. Here's what I do is that when I line up to that truth, when I line up to that truth, I don't think about all the things that how I'm not good enough. I think about how good God is. You know, I see the good that I'm doing, that I may not be perfect, but I know that, and here's a cool thing, I think about the direction of my life, not the not if I'm perfect. So it's all about the direction, not about perfection. And so when I think about that, when I know I'm lining up to that truth, I don't linger on mistakes. I have a, I have a, I have a real, like like I, I don't remember the mistake as 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 often as when I line up to the lie. You know, I'm able to move on. I don't overanalyze everything and everybody. And one thing I do in my mind is I start to believe the best in other people instead of just assuming the worst. So that's what my thoughts look like. My emotions, I feel way more confident. You know, I have peace that passes understanding. Joy that can't be taken away, that doesn't matter what happens. Bring it on, snowstorm. I can have joy today because I know what's going on. I have peace today that passes all my understanding. Yeah, our lights aren't what they need to be, but I got peace. I got joy today. I have a smile on my face, and it's not fake, and it's not manufactured. Because I know what God's done in my life. And I know who he is. I'm lining up to that truth. My actions, I make healthier choices. I know when I line up to that truth. I'm not overly critical. I'm able to disconnect at times and totally rest and totally be there for my wife and be there for my kids. I'm able to do that. I'm able to celebrate wins and celebrate people. I enjoy life way, 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 way more. I'm more social. And I don't isolate. Whenever I line up to truth, that's what that truth looks like on me. In how I think, how I feel, and what I do. So the question that I have for you is like, which life would I do you think I'd rather live? Like seriously. I'm not even gonna put this on you. Which life do you think I would rather live? That side? Or that side? Absolutely that side. It's a no-brainer, right? So the good news is, is that all it takes is making the choice to line up to truth. And listen, if I were to expose your biggest lie that you are feeling like, if I could just right now be like, and. you right there and just pop up, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you like, don't do that. But if it was that, if that was that black and white right there on paper, this is what your life looks like at that lie. Here's what it looks like on the truth. Which one would you rather live? Now, here's the question. Which one are you living? Because I know that I've at so many times when I've done that, I realize I'm lining up towards lies. And here's the amazing thing. When I'm lined up towards that way, I can make the choice to do this and start walking that way. And that right there is a picture of repentance. And a lot of times we feel like that's a negative word. And maybe you grew up in churches where maybe a preacher pointed his finger at you and said, you big sinner, repent, 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 you know, made you feel bad. No, no, no. It's a beautiful word. It means that you you change your thinking and you change your direction. And that's what following Jesus is all about. said, I realize I'm going one way. That's not the best life I can possibly live. And I realize... That when I do that, the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy everything through lies and deception. And I keep lining up my thoughts. I keep lining up my emotions. And I keep lining up my behavior towards that lie. And no more. Today is a line in the sand where I'm saying, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm going to repent. I'm going to change my mind and change my direction and start walking that way. And here's the amazing thing. We can make that decision today. Today a silent killer of deception that's killing so many of us. But I think today we expose it, lying in the sand, no more. Okay. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And just ask, is something that we try to do every single week. It's just right there in this moment. Don't check out, but just ask God right now, God, what are you speaking to me? And just ask God, what does my response need to be to this message? some of you, maybe it's to turn, it's to repent, it's to get right with God, maybe start a relationship with God. I want to remind you that true freedom is not the absence of something, it's the presence of someone, and that true freedom is when you invite God into your life, and maybe you've never done that, or maybe you've made that decision like years ago, or a long time ago, and you know you've went off, and you've done your own thing, and And today you want to say, you know what? I want to make a fresh commitment to follow Jesus. I don't have to be perfect. It's not about perfection, but I do want to change my direction. And I want to start going towards that life. I want God's best for my life. I want to follow him. And you've made your way here on a unique, sunny, but snowy Sunday. So that you can make this decision to say, I... I want to to give you my life. I want to follow Jesus. If that's you, I just want you on the count of three just to raise your hand, just with every eye closed. If you want to make that, say, I want to follow Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to start a relationship with him. That's you. On the count of three, just raise your hand. One, two, three. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. 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 you can put your hands down. And why don't you just right there, if you raise your hand, or maybe you just still want to make that decision, just pray this in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I need you. That's it. Just simply, Jesus, I need you. I'm sorry I've lived my life without you. I'm sorry that maybe I've lined up towards lies. But I wanna turn, I wanna turn towards truth. Come live inside me. Change me and make me brand new. I surrender my whole life to you. And right now I make the choice, it's a choice. And I make that decision to follow you. And uh, with every eye closed and every head bowed, I I just really felt like I needed to do this. Um, For some of you, Maybe you realize, and it was kind of like a light bulb moment today, that you know that you've lined up towards lies, that you've been living your life, you've been thinking things and you've been feeling things and doing things, and you realize it's like been illuminated, like I've been lining up my life towards lies, and today is that line in the sand moment where you say, no more, I choose to line up to truth today. And if that's you, if you want to make a line in the sand, and by the way, if I'm in your seat, I'm making this decision today because I am, I am done with lining up towards those lies, Uh, all that stuff that was on that piece of paper. I don't want to live that anymore. I want to line up towards truth. I want to think things that are true. I want to feel things that are true. I want to do things that are that line up to the truth. And if you're here today and you just want to say no more, it's a line in the sand moment. And I want to experience this freedom that comes from knowing truth and lining up my whole life to truth. I just want you to stand to your feet right now that you want to make that decision. And just right now, we just want to pray and just invite God into these areas. And in Jesus' name, I thank you for today. I thank you for your truth. And God, I specifically pray for our church family that we would be people that line up. Today's a line in the sin moment silence the lies of the enemy and say we will not live our lives by that anymore we're going to line up our thoughts and our emotions and our actions to truth and so in Jesus name I bind and I break and I silence every single lie and every single deception and scheme of the enemy and God right now in Jesus name we repent from that way of thinking we repent from those emotions and those actions that we lined up and by, by repenting God we are simply just turning we are changing our mind we are changing our thinking God, right now, I pray that for every person that's making that decision, that not only do we turn from lies, but would you illuminate truth today and so that we can make that clear thought, that we can make that decision to line up to our whole life, to thoughts, emotions, and actions, to truth. God, thank you so much. Thank you so much that today is a line in the sand moment. And I pray that today when we walk out of here, we're different because of what you just did in here. God, we thank you. And God, I pray against any attack to the enemy to rob that the second we walk out of this place. God, we're different because of what you've done here today. We love you and it's through Jesus we pray. And everybody said, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message has changed your perspective on God or life, feel free to email your story to info at queencitypeople.com. We'd love to celebrate the change happening in your life. We'd also love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, big or small, head over to queencitypeople.com slash prayer and fill out the form with as much detail as you'd like. For more information about Queen City Church's service times, location, or events, visit queencitypeople.com or follow us on social media platforms at Queen City People.